When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fit for Success podcast. Brian Semling is an experienced entrepreneur with over 25 years in business. He is the founder and CEO of Blitz Innovation. He has built several brands such as Brian's Toys, a collectible toy business, to several Amazon FBA brands like Strictly Bricks and Clever Creations. His latest adventure is Rovox, a modern athleisure footwear brand which can be found at rovoxfootwear.com. On the podcast, Brian will talk with other entrepreneurs and social media influencers about their entrepreneurial journey, from what it takes to start and run a business to how they may continue to grow their brands and where they see themselves in their businesses in the future. And now, here's your host, Brian Semling. Welcome to the Fit for Success podcast. I'm Brian Semling. Today, our guest is Dr. Catrice Austin, a number one bestselling author an award-winning cosmetic dentist to the stars, brand spokesperson, podcaster, and international professional speaker. Welcome, Catrice. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? Very good. So, um, Catrice, you've got a wonderful story, and I'd like you just to take a few minutes to tell our audience about yourself and your journey to becoming a cosmetic uh, dentist. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Catrice Austin, aka the Queen of Smiles. I am from Flint, Michigan, and I will, I guess, start by telling my story, my why I became a dentist. Uh, When I was younger, I hated my teeth. My teeth were too long, they flared out, and I had multiple spaces between my teeth. And every day in that schoolyard, the kids used to call me all kinds of names like Bugs Bunny and all kinds of stuff. And it was very hurtful. And I kind of found myself hiding behind my smile all throughout my middle school years until I got to high school. You know, that that time in your life when you want to just be one of the cool kids, you want to stand out, you know, Brian? So I um I decided, uh, well, I actually didn't decide. My mom, knowing how much I hated my teeth, she surprised me with the one thing that I had been wanting all my life, and it was braces. Those good old Ugly Betty metal braces. I wanted them so bad, and I got them at the age of 15, wore them for just one year, and when those braces came off, man, oh, man, I felt like uh, Miss America, I felt like Beyonce. I've just felt like the most beautiful girl in the world. And I didn't quite understand how people responded to a smile, that it really is one of the first things that people notice about you. And the way people started to react to me with this new smile and the confidence that I had just was life-changing. I got my first boyfriend. I joined the dance squad. I actually went on my senior year to win Prettiest Smile. And I knew at the age of 16, 17, that I wanted to be a dentist so that I could help other people experience that power and joy of having a smile. So went to University of Michigan for undergrad, go blue. 
Went to University of Maryland uh, for dental school. And then after I graduated, I ended up in the big city of New York to do a little extra training before I started my career. And um, man, I'm so glad that I stayed in New York because I had no clue that I would end up being the dentist to the stars. That is a, a great summary. And just I love how you took what was kind of a negative experience yes. um, as a kid and like, you know, and obviously with your mom's help, but kind of just turning that around to being what has become your purpose, uh, certainly one of your purposes, a career and just, uh, you know, and an opportunity really to help uh, many, many people. Yes. Um, take a minute to tell us how you, uh, how you became the, the dentist uh, to the stars. The stars? Uh, yeah. Um, it was literally by accident. I, when I came to New York, I had, I didn't even think that I could be a business person and let alone live in New York city. I'm from Flint, Michigan, had no idea that I would end up living in New York. But while I was doing my hospital training in Brooklyn, I started to kind of go out and hit the streets of New York. And I found myself going to this comedy club in the village of New York called the Boston comedy club. And every Sunday night for $5, which is right in my new graduate budget, I could go and see some of the now top entertainers in comedy. I saw a young Kevin Hart starting his career, a young Tracy Morgan starting out, young Chris Rock. And so this was my hangout. And as I started to frequent this comedy club, I started to become friends with comedians. And as I became friends with comedians, they'd say, hey, Catrice, you want to go? I'm, I'm opening up for you know Michael Jackson or whoever they were opening up for. And I would tag along. And as I started to spy myself in the entertainment industry, I got that, that Oprah aha moment, like, I'm going to be the dentist to the stars. Yes, I'm hanging around celebrities. Celebrities need to have a beautiful smile, obviously. They're in front of the camera on magazines. So why not me? Why, why can't I be the dentist that gives them that beautiful, confident smile? And that's when I decided I'm staying in New York. I'm going nowhere. And I'm going to be the dentist to the stars. So I kind of started going to all the celebrity hotspots. One of those hotspots was um, P. Diddy's restaurant called Justin's. And every Tuesday, he turned that restaurant into a dance club. And all the Mariah Carey's and the Derek Jeter's, all of the A-list would hang out there. So one day I'm there and I see this musical legend by the name of Isaac Hayes. Shaft, you know, this legendary. My mom used to play his records all the time. So I interrupted his dinner, very gutsy. I had my name on a business card saying dentist to the stars, didn't have one celebrity client on my roster, but I was faking it until I made it. And I interrupted his dinner and I said, hey, Mr. Isaac Hayes, I don't know if you have a dentist or not, but if you do not have a dentist or you're not happy with your dentist, I would love to be your dentist. And he looked at the card and he looked at me and he said, I ain't never met a dentist that looked like you. Would you like to have dinner with me? Oh, my God. I sat down, had dinner with him. And that was the dinner that changed my life and guided my career. I literally became a part of his entourage. He was my mentor. And he took me to the Grammys, to film festivals, and made sure that I was able to establish my brand as a celebrity dentist. And that's what kicked off my career. That's really neat. And uh, I, I know from chatting with you for a few minutes earlier that uh, dental school didn't prepare you for becoming a, a businesswoman or not a at all, not um, at all. So 
you have a lot of passion and energy though. And I think you just, you kind of, you figured it out on your own, didn't you? And, and you had yeah. chances like going up to somebody's table. <laughs> when I started my business, I um, started renting a chair out of someone else's office to get my start. I didn't have money to get a loan or anything like that, or to start on my own. So I just started small and worked my way up. And um, the one thing that I discovered initially, I was asking other dentists, how do you do this? How do you do this? But then I discovered I was getting different answers from different dentists of how to run the business. So I took a leap of faith and I hired a dental business consultant. And that's how I truly learned, you know, the systems to put in place and how to run the business and how to monitor my numbers on a monthly basis so I could make adjustments and grow. And that was the one important thing that, um, um, that changed the course and uh, the growth of my business. And I would recommend any, any entrepreneur, if you don't know how to run your business, definitely get a coach, get someone that knows mm. what they're doing to guide you. You kind of, uh, school didn't do it for you in this case. You kind of, you know, kind of paid for your own one-on-one schooling yes. to, um, to get the job done and hired a consultant. Sounds like it worked out. Uh, yes, well. indeed. So you've talked about some challenges that you faced along the way. You obviously had a lot of energy and passion to overcome them. What were some of the mistakes you made along the way as you were getting started? Oh, man. Uh, Mistake number one was um, the hiring process, I would definitely say. Sometimes you get desperate and you just want to, you hire, you know, you don't do as much vetting and, you know, reference checking. And I had some crazy, crazy employees come into my business and it doesn't take long to find out they're a little cuckoo or they don't, you know, they're, they're just there for the paycheck. And so I learned early on, actually with the help of the consultant of, how to train employees. I wasn't training them, having manuals, having scripts and, you know, just systems of of bringing someone into your practice. And they also have to have the same core values. Like, so I had to define what are my core values? What are their core values? Do our values meet? Are we doing this for the same reason? And are we going to be practicing the same way? Um, And those were some of the things that I didn't look at early on, but Man, once I learned that, it was a it was definitely easier to make those hiring decisions. And particularly when you're coming to a dentist, you want to see the same face when you come. You don't want to see a new employee every time you come, a new hygienist every time you come. Somebody different is cleaning your teeth. So it was very important for me to hire properly. And I think I got that part right. So shifting gears, tell us about, um, you know, kind of fast forwarding to, you know, maybe the last five years or so as you have gotten into, um, you, you sold your practice. So maybe kind of give us an update there and, and what yeah. you've done over the last four or five years. Rovox, where fashion meets fitness. I'm fast forwarding uh, after running the business for about 17 years, really establishing my brand as a celebrity brand, working with other brands and and getting on TV and really 
really building myself up as the true dentist to the stars. Um, I had the opportunity in 2017 to sell the business. Um, my lease was up was the main reason that I started thinking about it. And I just had to think, you know, hey, Catrice, do you want to sign another 10-year lease and do the same thing for the next 10 years and not have the opportunity to explore some of your other passions or do something a little bit different? And so after careful consideration, I decided to sell. And um, in 2017, um, I started a new, actually three businesses, <laughs> two dental practices. But when I started my practice, uh, restarted my practice, I decided that I wasn't going to do dentistry the way I had done it before. I decided that, hey, I only want to do the dentistry that I love. So for the last, what, 17, 18 years, I had been doing cosmetic dentistry. So I decided that I only wanted to do the two procedures that I love, niche it down to porcelain veneers and teeth whitening. These are the procedures that a lot of the celebrities get to quickly transform their smile so they don't have to wear the braces that I wore. So now um, in my two practices, one in Flint, Michigan, one in New York, I go back and forth and I'm doing uh, cosmetic dentistry for anyone that wants to have a beautiful smile, not just the celebrities. In that time span in 2018, I started a dental uh, product line. I have my own products uh, such as uh, teeth whitening products, teeth whitening kits, sonic toothbrushes, flossers, tongue cleaners, uh, charcoal powders, and all of those things are affordable under 50 bucks to give you guys a beautiful, confident smile and healthy smile from the comforts of your home. So I started the product line. And then I also launched a coaching business for other entrepreneurs, not just dentists. If you want to learn how to build your brand like I have, learn how to get on TV, learn how to become a speaker, learn how to stand out from your company. Competition. All of the strategies that I've learned, five key strategies that I've learned to grow and build my brand to a celebrity brand, I'm now teaching entrepreneurs how they can do that too. So I'm teaching online courses. I'm uh, going on the speaker circuit. I've written seven books. I wrote two books during the pandemic. <laughs> um, and I am uh, yeah, being an author and just really getting out and touching the people who want to have a transformation dentally or if they want a transformation in their business so that they can stand out and be successful, work smarter and not harder is what I'm training people yeah. to do. Well, that's fascinating. So, I mean, obviously you've been doing dentistry for, I think you said 26 years. Yes. Um, and you've got to be one of the few dentists, I would imagine that's also a tremendous marketer and has created literally uh, your own business to coach, speak, it's always been fun for me. It's yeah. kind of, the, I embrace where other dentists, we're kind of introverted by nature, but yeah. I'm that person that I'm going live. I'm doing all the TikTok dances. I'm just having fun with it. It's like the, the release, the fun release for me to be on social media. And I love talking to my customers or potential customers and connecting with them. So yes, I love it. And I love going on TV as well to reach millions of people. I want what I do to be a global message, not just in my town or in my state or even in my country. I want this to be worldwide, the the power of a smile and how you can be successful in business as well. So that's very, uh, very impressive and sounds uh, great. What do, what does the future you, what does the next five or 10 years look like for you? I mean, you've, you've obviously done a lot in the last 
several since you've sold your practice and launching products, you're speaking, writing. Um, Where do you see yourself in five or 10 years? I see myself on an island in Jamaica, sipping on some rum punches, (laughs) teaching online courses and doing more coaching. Yeah. I'm definitely in the next five years, I'm going to be transitioning into, oh, and also doing more TV. Uh, yeah, I'm looking to do more, more visual, more TV, more commercials, more speaking, more writing books, and just being more of the expert in my field, my two fields in marketing and PR, and just spreading the message that needs to be spread about oral health. I find that a lot of the TV shows and even magazines, we just don't get a lot of dental consumer information. Yeah. And so I want to be like the Dr. Oz of dentistry. And when people think oh, I have a dental question or there's a topic that needs to be discussed, then I want to be that person that brings it to the people. Yeah. Well, you seem well positioned uh, to do that. And Thank you. as a specific goal, um, I think you'll keep uh, moving in that that direction. So I, at first I thought maybe that Jamaica uh, was a little bit of a threat that you might retire, but I didn't really, (laughs) I didn't really think you would retire, but maybe working remotely more and more perhaps is a possibility. You know, that was the beauty of the pandemic. Although there were a lot of negative things, I think we all learned that we could, we can uh, digitize our businesses and work. There's ways that you can work from home and still make a good amount of money. A, a lot of people have had to pivot and um, I am loving that I can do a lot of what I do now from anywhere. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah. So some, some good came from that as well. Um, that's good. As far as uh, social media goes, how has social media impacted your, um, your business? I would say that 90% of my customers <laughs> come from social media. And it really comes down to being able to know exactly who your target market is and setting your bios, your your profiles up properly so that they, your bio should really say, the number one question that it should answer is why should I follow you? So for instance, in my bio, I say, I can give you straight white teeth without braces in two to four weeks. So when you come to my page, you know exactly what I can deliver to you. And then I actually say, follow me for live Q&As. I go live every Wednesday, tips and deals. So, you know, if you come into my page, I'm going to be answering your questions. You can actually talk to me. I'm going to be dropping some deals and some resources that can help you with your smile. And then that link in your bio is really the game changer because that's where the money resides. If you use that link in your bio, you can schedule appointments, you can sell products, you can promote your, you know, your good things that happen, your magazine articles or TV appearances or any deals that you're running. You can use that link in so many good ways to monetize so it has been a game changer. I do everything on social media, sell my products, book appointments, everything is kind of automated and it's just running like a well-oiled machine. And I'm, go- I'm going live tonight. I love just talking to the people and actually tape my podcast live on Instagram so I can talk to people and have that, in- that interaction. So I love it. And if you're not comfortable with, uh, with showing your face on social media, these uh, audio apps like Clubhouse and Green Room and all of these, you don't even no. have to show your face anymore. You can just talk. 
And it's just, it's a game changer. Anybody that's not really taking advantage of social media, you're missing out. That's where your customers are today. Yeah, that sounds like you've got it. Um, you're doing very well. And, you're, and it sounds like you're in a spot where there's probably the other competitors in dentistry aren't at your, aren't close to being at your level, basically. Of- there are some, the, some of the younger, some of the ones that are my age, they haven't quite gotten it yet. But right. some of the younger dentists, they're, they're on it. But I'm happy that I can use my experience to help those who are not really trained and they don't know what to do and they're kind of left behind. They've got me as a resource. Gotcha. Well, that's good. Uh, That's good to know. So uh, are there any questions that I haven't asked today that uh, you wish that I had? Ooh, um, let's see. That is a good question. We know my why. I feel like, you know, my whole life now. Yeah. You did a good job of summing things up here. Yeah, you did a good job. Hey, um, if you guys need to reach me, you can find me on social media at Dr. Catrice Austin on all platforms and visit me, VIPSmiles.com. That was my next question is how can we find you basically, which yeah. uh, are the products that you're selling on VIPSmiles.com? They as well? are, they are. And again, everything is under 50 bucks. I want people to, you know, I know times are hard and you can't always get to a dentist. And um, also anybody that's looking to transform their smiles, I do free teeth screenings. If you go to VIPSmiles.com, you can upload a selfie and I'll take a look at your teeth for free and let you know what the possibilities are. So if you're really looking to transform, I have ways that you can start with me for free. And I'm just here to help. Well, this uh, this has been a really uh, enlightening conversation, and I thank think you so much. Your passion, both for dentistry and marketing, is um, you know is phenomenal, and, and and a wonderful story about how you. how you got started into it, and it was you, know, you kind of turned a a lemon into lemonade, basically, and really yeah. uh, it turned into your life's calling. Really, I think to um, help others to transform and you know, I really love my job. I'm, I'm very fortunate to uh, find a career that was really, I feel like it was meant for me. Right. And anybody that I can transform, it makes me wake up in the morning to know that I can change a person's life. Right. And you know, firsthand what it felt like for you. So you, you literally know like what that awesome yes. feeling yes. can be like basically. So that's, that's really cool. Absolutely. Well, Catrice, it's been so nice to have you on the podcast today. Thank you Uh, for having me. Yeah, I want to thank you uh, for being here. It's been great. Um, I'm Brian Semling, and this is the Fit for Success podcast.